Welcome back. We are doing it. We're, we're kind of on a kick here. Uh, second podcast this week that we're going to be recording. Uh, got Wonder Boy, extraordinary intern, back with us. Ben makes life a lot easier for me to do this. Um, so he's on spring break, so he's partying with us here uh, at the warehouse this week. But we did uh, get away. We actually just got back, and this is kind of the reason why I wanted to do this um, podcast. Not necessarily. Um, the way we've done a lot of them where we talk about specific questions. This is one that I just wanted to, we were talking about it while we were over, we went to Buffalo County. We went over to our, our lease over there. Um, we did some shed hunting. We did it more, um, I guess it wasn't necessarily just a shed hunt. We went to, we did a little bit of shed hunting, a limited amount, um, had some success with it. And we're going to talk about that, but um, we went to really pull cards for licking stick. Um, ben, uh, filmed a lot of that. He's going to be putting together a bunch of um, stuff for us for our licking stick page, and that's that project uh, that we've been working on. Started pretty hot and heavy on it last fall. It's another product line of ours, branded Hodeg. But so we went over there to pull cards. Um, we went over there to kind of scout the farm a little bit. Um, we also went to. We're going to be doing a workshop. Um, we've got some workshops coming up. We've got a next steps handlers workshop, which is going to be focused. I would say at least 50, 50, maybe the majority a little bit is going to be leaning towards actually shed hunting with our dogs. Um, you might've just heard Ellie moan in the back a little bit. She was with us. Um, she's laying down here with us right now doing this podcast, but we're going to take a work. We're going to be doing a workshop where <clears throat> everyone that goes to this one has already been to, it's kind of a prerequisite, they've already been to a foundation workshop. So we're not gonna spend much time on the foundation because we've spent a weekend on that already um, with the people that are attending in the past. Now we're gonna talk about transitioning from all the training stuff that we discussed to actually moving it into the field. We're gonna spend um, about, we're, we are gonna spend some time training and doing drills, but we're gonna be expanding on the drills that we worked on in the foundation uh, workshop. We're gonna be scaling them. We're gonna make things more complicated. We're gonna add distance. We're gonna add different distractions. We're gonna add, we're just gonna make it a little bit tougher. Uh, I should say, um, yeah, I guess more difficult, but not necessarily hard. And, and it's not like we're gonna be set. This workshop is gonna be focused on the people that are there and their dogs and just taking the next step. So if they're not much further than they were when they left, we won't be doing that much more, but we are gonna take the next step. So I'm really excited about the workshop. So what we were doing was we were over there kind of scouting it out, figure out where we were gonna do certain drills, um, kind of taking a look at it. Right now, we're, you know, it's over in Buffalo County. The, it was warm, it was 60 probably. Yeah, it was nice. On, Thursday. It was probably, no, that was Wednesday. It was real warm. Wednesday, it was warm. Yesterday is in the fifties probably. Yep. So major melts going on over there. The north side of the hills still have at least a foot of snow. I mean, we didn't even walk on north side. Um, we went over and pulled a cart on that north side. The north sides have a ton of snow. Ellie, lay down. Ellie is sore today. Uh, she'd like to be over here with me, but she's on place. Um, we had at least a foot of snow on the north sides. The south sides are melted off. So we walked one of our good bluffs. Um, we found, we picked up 13 sheds. 
I'd say we walked probably 20% or less of the farm. Um, we didn't walk any of the more of the good stuff because we I mean, we only we, we only were out for two hours when we found all those sheds. Um, they weren't all. It was a food source. Um, we focused on a, on a big bean field. I really wanted to go up there and get the cards, um, and we so we pulled cards for licking sticks. But um, we couldn't help it. We walked it a little bit. We found a bunch. Um, we're going to. We left a bigger bean field. I mean, probably eight or nine acres of standing beans. We did not walk. Um, we're gonna save that for the workshop. We're gonna save our south facing hills for the workshop. Um, we're saving all the north because we're just not gonna be into the north. Uh, we weren't gonna walk it in the snow. But so we, we have, um, we just kind of wanted to see where, how things were looking um, and get an idea. So that's in a couple weeks from now. But specifically I wanted to talk about, I told Ben on the way back, I said, I think we should do just a quick podcast on what we did the last couple days because there were a few things that stood out to me um, from a shed hunting standpoint with the dogs and also just from like a, a preparation thing. Like we walked into the woods. Now you got to remember, it's not been real warm here in Wisconsin, um, but it's definitely warm enough for the ticks to be out. So frontline for our dogs, like we frontlined before we went out there. I use frontline. I don't, I'm not, I don't care what you use. You got to have something on them right now because the ticks are terrible. I mean, I don't know how many we picked off. Quite a few. You Quite didn't. Few. You didn't. I have, don't have any. Ticks don't like me. But you don't get ticks. Yeah. Uh, I had several, and they don't usually like me that much either. But I pulled f several off. Um, I haven't checked the dogs yet today. Um, I'm sure they have some on them. But so frontline was a must, and it will be going forward. Um, we, some people use the pill, there's like a next guard, um, there's all sorts of different kinds of it. I just, I don't care what you use, just use something, um, because of the Lyme's disease thing is just devastating. So even if you're vaccinated for it, um, I'm still, uh, sure to put some type of preventative on. The other thing was boots. Um, I'm wearing a pair this year. You had lacrosse too, yep. didn't you? Yep. I had a pair of the lacrosse. They're Alpha Burleys, but they're like no insulation or thinsulate or whatever. I've got the heavy. I made a post on Facebook actually about it or Instagram. I've got the heavy ones and then I've got the light ones. Uh, I wore the light ones this weekend. I loved loved them. I thought they did really well. Now the thing is, can different conditions. I would have preferred to have probably boots on, like a hiking boot. It was way too wet. Um, it's going to be way too wet for weeks yet, um, so I'm going to be wearing probably those um, those lightweight lacrosse boots. Um, they're just rubber swampers. I know Wyatt had he had his hiking boots. He had hiking boots on and got soaked. By the end of the day. Right, and so he got soaked. So from a condition standpoint, without rubber boots, I think you're nuts right now. Um, so that was a, a pretty big part. Now it's the melt was going so like the first when you got into the spots that didn't have snow probably an inch or two of slippery slop i mean so that's going to be you're gonna have to do, we're going to deal with that over the next couple of weeks but by the time we do the workshop it probably the frost will be out and um so that was part of it the other part was from a hunting standpoint i was super impressed with our dogs we had one of our friends so wyatt was with us Wyatt has Hutch, he's got that German short hair. He had Millie, I had R3, I had Ellie, Taylor, and Spry. And then we had Ashley Bauer was with us and she had, um, a yellow, she had Gordy, a big yellow lab. So we ended up with six dogs on third Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. And I can't 
tell you how happy I was with the way they worked together. Normally I would say, especially with younger dogs, now none of them were super young. Spry was probably the youngest at two, but um, the idea of working multiple dogs together usually is a mess. I thought our dogs did really well together. They focused pretty well. They didn't um, distract. There wasn't a lot of messing around. Now, I think part of the reason is, is our dogs, all six dogs that were there have pretty nice foundations. Um, we didn't have dogs ranging out of range. We didn't chase dogs. We didn't, um, you know, we had, we had from that standpoint, the enjoyment level was through the roof. Like they all worked really well. And I thought it was a really nice, um, just if nothing else, it was a great exercise for them and us. We did find sheds. So when it came to the sheds, I was really happy for, for my personal dogs. I was really impressed with Wyatt's dogs and Ashley's dog did a really nice job too. That was for being out the first time. Like it's kind of like you got knocked the rust off a little bit. And I think we saw that, um, there was one time, I mean, our dogs picked up between the six dogs and of the 13 sheds that we had that, that afternoon, I would say three of them were just dog. Like yeah. dog had them before we saw them. The rest we saw um, before the dog, they all picked them up. We didn't pick any up. We had dogs pick everyone up. Um, what was real interesting to me in a little eye opening was the lack of or the struggle that these dogs had with very small ones, like the little ones, little forks, little spikes. We had a couple really little antlers. Um, they really struggled with them and they were fresh. It wasn't like they weren't, it, it, they were fresh. They were this year's sheds. So I think one of my takeaways is we are going to focus heavily on scent uh, because they just weren't visual. The, what was, what really stood out was any of the antlers and we had, a, we didn't, we did find a couple of pretty nice ones, but the majority of them, I say were two-year-old four-point sides. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of them and they all looked like a training dummy like very similar. So where the dogs excelled were with those antlers. They picked those up. I think it was heavily visual. Um, there was some that was definitely, they used their noses to pinpoint, but the confidence to just scoop them up and pick them up was really strong. And I think it has to do with the shape. Like they're just super comfortable with that shape. We've been using training dummies for a long time. I think what I need to do now with my personal dogs is I have to use some of those fresh, small sheds that look like sticks, they don't look like antlers, and I have to make sure that they understand that things that smell like that, but don't necessarily look like a training dummy, still are the big reward. They're still the things that dad wants, they're still the things that he gets excited about. So we are gonna be moving to some training, and I'll probably be filming a lot of it. Um, I, you can tell we went shed hunting when you look at our arms, we look like we donated blood all weekend. Uh, but when we, we are going to focus on the idea of getting into the same type of cover. I mean, we were in a lot of prickly ash. Um, we were in a lot of stuff that was just nasty. Um, we didn't find a ton in that nasty stuff. It was always on the outskirts of it, but we had to get through it, um, to, to end up being in the spots we wanted to be. Um, I thought that, so with, with the dogs, I'm going to work more intense cover like that. I'm also gonna do where they struggled on those little ones really was the field though. I mean, it was a bean field. Yeah. Um, they s literally stepped on them at times uh, while we were waiting for them to pick them up. 
um, they, they stepped on them and they stepped them into the mud. So we need to, I have fields like that. I have bean fields that are minor just coming out of the snow right now. I'll be using real small sheds in there and I'll be focusing on the scent. We'll be using some tennis balls. I'm going to use some scented tennis balls. Um, but I'm going to use the little antlers because I just think that that was one thing that stood out to me that we were missing this weekend. We were missing those little ones. Um, they were struggling with them. And I do think it was a partial thing because the visual part of it was different than what they were so used to. On the upside of that, they crushed it on four point sides. I mean, anything that was sizable, they just scooped them up really confidently. Um, even Ellie, uh, you know, she's laying right here right now. Um, she really surprised me pleasantly because it was last year that we took her and we went live on Facebook with her. We were in the woods. I still remember it like it was yesterday. She ran over an antler that was a sizable one. I mean, it wasn't big, but it was a nice four point side. She ran over it countless times before she picked it up. Um, we built off of that. Um, didn't get frustrated. I think there was a point there when that little one was in the mud, like was borderline frustration because it was like, geez, we kind of wanted to just keep going. And we had to wait and wait and wait. And it wasn't just one dog. It was all six all of them six, yeah. ran over it literally at, at, at one point. So it took probably seven or eight, maybe 10 minutes of just standing there patiently, not losing our cool, continuing to let them have a hunt command. And it was spry that actually picked that one up yep. and brought it to us. So it, it took time and that's okay. Um, this was very much a learning experience for him. I was really happy with Ellie because of how she struggled last year and how she scooped him this year. She, she was really confident. Um, I had a lot more confidence in her. I, I tested them several times throughout the day. Um, we didn't go for very long spells. As long as we went was two hours, but I probably tested them six or seven times where wasn't a dog around, which it's harder. To, it was harder for me to do that when there were so many dogs because there wasn't a many chances I had to pitch an antler and not have one of the six see it. Like it seemed like I had to really pick my times, but there were a few times I was able to do that, get it out, circle them downwind, let them pick it up just to get them kind of energized again, get them, get it, continue to have them engaged. Um, that was a good, really good thing for me confidence wise because Every time I did it, we had success with them finding it. Um, and so it told me we're not walking over many, if any. So it was, it was good. I, I think it was just a really um, early, it's, for us it's early. Now I know some people have been shed hunting for, for months, literally. Uh, we, stopped by, we stopped by Butch, we saw Butch and Don at, at um, Bluff Bucks Outfitters. They had a, a ton of them. Uh, they had probably, well, they had close to a hundred, I would guess. Self-conscious. Yeah. I mean, really, we didn't, we thought we were, we thought we were doing pretty good until we stopped there, but they had probably, they, they probably have over a hundred sheds so far. Um, that's no, no surprise for them. They, they pick up a million of them. Uh, they've got scout scouts, a dog that I trained, trained for them years ago. She's nine years old now, but they've, they shed hunt a ton. They've got great land. They had some dandies too, some really nice ones. Um, but they, Butch said that they had been finding them since December. So we had, they had 90 inches of snow there this year. So if they were falling in December, they were barely getting snow in December. So there was a lot, there's a lot of them under the snow. Um, they were finding some, 
you know, early on. So the deer shed early. It's just a matter of now we gotta wait till that snow melts and be able to get in there um, and get after them. But we will in the next, that Next Steps workshop, we're gonna comb the rest of the farm. I look forward to that because we've got several good food sources left. I think that was the other part was every, where we found the majority of the sheds was within less than 100 yards of a major food source, you know, eight acres, nine, six acres probably of beans there. And, and we also had some really interesting stuff on the licking sticks because we haven't even looked at all the cameras. We haven't pulled all the cards. We pulled them all, but we haven't looked at them all. But we've got some really cool stuff of deer literally wading through snow that's above their belly coming up to the licking sticks and hitting them. And what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start using that. I'm going to look back on that now and try to get an idea of when some of those bucks started shedding because we had pictures we had pictures of deer late that had both sides i mean it was march that they still had both sides on some of those cameras so um we're going to dig into that i think we'll learn something from that but uh that was what we wanted to do is we just wanted to do a quick recap of you know today is friday Ben's on spring break. He's now he's going to go fishing, but um, we wanted to knock out a quick podcast earlier this week. We did we released um, that seminar, Iowa seminar. I've got a couple other Iowa seminars. I know we try to keep the podcast a little bit shorter, but um, those are going to be longer ones. But I just think there's a ton of value in them because a lot of really good things happened uh, in those Iowa seminars, and so we are pulling audio off of that and turning those into podcast episodes. Um, if you watch, if you listen to those, I do think they're valuable. I think you'll get stuff out of them. You won't necessarily catch everything because you're not going to get the visual part, but you can go to our YouTube channel, which is at Dogbone Hunter, and we're posting the video of that as well there. So you'd be able to get that if you want. Um, other than that, man, I think, was there something else you were going to say? I don't think so. Other than that, I wanted to get, crank this one out quick. Um, we've had a lot of people and I appreciate it. Uh, messaging us. Hey, are you still doing the podcast? When are you going to do more podcasts? Uh, we are going to. We've actually um, finagled Ben. We're hoping to have Ben here with us. He's going to be with us again this summer, but he's also going to hopefully be with us through the fall. And uh, the that's a driving point for me because it's way easier for me to do them with him. Um, but I, I'll I'll be able to crank a few out. But we're going to be we're going to continue. Um, pumping these so thank you for being patient with us on it um, thanks for the support with it and then if you would continue to share them um, subscribe if you're not subscribing to them but uh, share them with people that you think they might help out uh, and they're probably going to change a little bit we're going to we're going to not necessarily pigeonhole it to the same exact format every time because we just have so many things going and i think that we can we can kind of use the other projects that we have going to create good value uh using the audio podcast as well so that's it thank you for uh, listening and we'll continue to be pumping them out for you so what was that number four, 14 13. 13. no dude. Nope, 14. 13 was the yep, seminar 13. number 14 it's 14. in the books